Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? So much from Moshko and nothing from you. Beep you. That's not the grizzly beep, beep I've used to. No, For that's the, too lighthearted. Know, beep you. I hope there are people who listen to that episode of this show to understand the joke that you're making because it's very dated. <laughs> this is a, that's an old gag. Uh, how, how long can yeah. you keep it up this time? Pause. What was that? I said, how long can no, you no. keep that up this time? Pause. I don't know. We. Uh... No, don't answer that. <laughs> we can no. find out. <laughs> no, there's a whole different show. That's not what this comic related current events. None did, of this had a comic book. <laughs> didn't we have features like keep an accent for as long as he could for one show too? Did we? I, th- I think we I did. Think so. I wouldn't dude, we've done six hundred and some odd of these. <laughs> we've this done is, a lot. For people just listening to us in the past year, go back to some of the earlier shit. Where we had no clue what we were doing, and we just we thought, still don't have a clue what we're doing. What are you <laughs> some <talking>? may say <laughs> we'd find something that was funny for us and be like, "Yeah, sure, we don't care if anybody else finds it funny." Here's here's how this show came about. We eventually just put mics in front of ours. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And then and then we moved locations a bunch of times. There you go. <laughs> All right. So I'd say welcome to the Wednesday show, but you know this is the only show. Because of uh, the new format. Welcome so here to is that here, show, the show that we do. <laughs> That's the, the show that we do, yeah. So, uh, and by the way, we got a little bit of feedback. Thank you for everybody who reached out. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it's going to, we're, we're doing this from that, uh, from moving forward. So, with that being said, <laughs> we got what, feedback. Uh, yeah, we got some yeah. feedback. Yeah. Woohoo. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> are we naming names or? No. no. Ah. Okay. <laughs> no. It Can was you one... please fill out this survey? We're going to say your name. On it was the show. one guy. <laughs> In a Thanks, world. George. <laughs> say my name again. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, so, what topics do we want to talk about today, gentlemen? Why don't we start with you, Mr. Moshko? What are we bringing up? Uh, Fifty Shades of Madam Web. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, I think uh. what they're doing could be good. So, break it to us. Oh, we're going right into it? We're not doing yeah. a, a lead-in here? No, yeah, break it into us. All right, All fantastic. Right. Okay. So it has been reported. Oh, I forgot we were doing that. See, new format, guys, and I forgot we didn't do Oh, we're not do- we're yeah. doing. So he's so he's just he just pulled the rug out from under you. He was like, yeah. all right, go ahead. Never mind. <laughs> I totally. New, new format. Second show back. 
So yes, up. that Madam <laughs> Web will be one of the things that we talk about. All right, let's try this again. Features. Yeah, so we are actually going to travel through the Spider-Verse and end up in the year 2099 with me, and we're going to be discussing Miguel O'Hara. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> or at and least Baby Huey still smells funny. Mauer, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm going to sing you a song played by the beautiful piano stylings of John Cena and follow that up with the greatest superhero of all time who currently has, in my opinion the greatest comic book show of all time, Superman and Lois. Wow. Oh. That's bold words. Hmm. Uh, I want to talk about all the Spider-Man rumors uh, as well as we got to talk about Book of Boba Fett. So yes. let's way too much Spider-Man on this episode. Because there's it's Spider-Man's time in the sun. It's not like it hasn't been his time in the sun over the last, like, you know, three decades. But still. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's start with Madam Web. Let's, let's start Spider-Man-y. Spider-Man-y. Who? Madam Spider Who? Nanny? Yeah, Madam, I don't, Madam Ooh. Web. Oh, Madam Web. So it was announced in the last, uh, well, last week. I think it was right after we maybe post the, <laughs> the show on Wednesday. Um, but it's been reported, it's not in stone yet, but it's been reported that Dakota Johnson is being courted to play Madam Web in uh, Sony's, you know, Spider Man universe and whatnot. So. The big question is, because I've I've been seeing some things. So let me do this first. Are we all familiar with who Dakota Johnson yeah, is? Yeah. Can I yell yet? I don't know who right. Dakota Johnson is. All right. So she. You don't know who she is. Hold on, Mauer. Don't go there yet. I got this. We I always wanted aware. somebody. There was an actor that we really wanted for Peanut Butter Falcon to get an MCU <laughs> role. Unfortunately, it wasn't that person, but we did get Dakota Johnson, hopefully soon. And for everybody, go watch Peanut Butter Falcon, because it's a fantastic movie. And I was talking about Shia LaBeouf. Um, but yes, yeah, she was in that movie, most notably uh, in Who's the- Who's her dad? Who's her daddy, and what does he do? Why, that would be hmm. Don Johnson. That's right. And who would be the, her mother? Uh, the other... Melanie Griffith. Yeah. Moving on. Antonio Banderas <laughs> is broad. Yeah, yeah, well, I just, you're right. Anyway, <laughs> wow, they, we're making this segment fantastic. Yeah, about to say you, we are spending way more time on uh, on Madam Web. Than well, we need to, to know we need to know who the actress is that might be portraying this because there's actually been I a little bit of a little bit of an uproar here because Madam Web in the comics. Now we're talking about the Madam Web, not the other Madam Web. Uh, she's old, right? Well, yeah, but that's yeah. not what they're gonna do. Yeah, so well, we don't know that yet. We know. Uh, yes, we do. They're using we a just, yes, we so do. So here's the the bullshit that we're talking about. One, people are mad that she's not old, so it's ageist. Two, she's not disabled, so well, she's not Cassandra <laughs> Webb. She's not the she's not the original old. But, no one wants to watch an old blind woman sitting in a chair for thirty for two hours. <laughs> so, like it would be a terrible movie to do right. Cassandra Webb. <laughs> and people are also being like they should hire a blind person. No, they shouldn't because this Madam Webb at one point had her sight until she took the powers from the old Madam Web. You can't have a blind person go around and do the stuff that they're going to have her do, because I have a feeling she's going to be, uh, what is it, Spider-Woman? It's one of the spider Julia ladies. Carpenter. Right. It, she, yes, For exactly. the first half of the movie, and doing stuff, introduce who Madam Web is to that, and at the end, to save the Spider-Verse, she's going to take those powers, sacrifice her sight and her life, as she knows it, 
to become the new Madam Web. hundred percent. That's what this agree. movie is. So it's, everybody, it's Ant Man. It's Ant Man. Yeah. She's Scott Lang. Yep. But everybody's wow. freaking the hell out. She's not old. She's not blind. Blah blah blah. Shut the hell up. Well, at least she's entertaining. She'll yeah. have like the weird psychic web stuff. I mean, she'll at least be able to carry an action movie. Cassandra Webb can't. No. Cassandra Webb, and she's a boring character. I don't understand. Like, I I know you it comes. I hate. I hate. No, you can't I just talk don't like poorly about it. Don't because... like Spider. I know. I know. I know. It's it's Stanley's wife's voice. It, I'm not talking poorly about Stanley's wife. Okay. I'm talking poorly about the awfulness that is. Because I was going to have features Destiny. leave his room, go down to your room, smack you in the back of the head. <laughs> it's just that no, it's. I I'm not. I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of of the spy, This part of the Spider Verse, and this part of the Spider Verse that they're going to pull so much on. I guarantee you, is going to be more from the Amazing Spider Man cartoon than anything else. Because rem- remember, although Madam Web has had, you know, she's not an unknown character. She's not some kind of crazy. I've been a part of the Spider Man lore forever kind of character. She's been around. She's she's been I a part of books, but she's though- not. We need her now because of the way they brought the Spider-Verse together. I know. Since it was a spell, and the spell's now done, you need somebody who can then weave in and out of the different Well, universes. I don't think the spell... I think the spell is just starting it. I think we're going to find out. I think if they go into the Spider-Totems, which I think is what they're going to do, is that every oh, universe no. has to have a Spider-Person. Like, mm-hmm. if they start going into that nonsense aspect of the Spider-Verse, like that, that's what made Miles Morales' Into the Spider-Verse so good, is it didn't rely on that. It still kept the tenets of what made Peter Parker and Miles Morales great and got rid of the whole, you were going to be this no matter what you did. It's a destiny thing, and that bothers me, because part of what makes... Peter Parker so great is that his life is in turmoil because he makes the right decision. He in in any moment Peter Parker could flip and start making money on himself and not be a hero and his life would be perfect. He'd be a celebrity, he'd be on late night shows. Didn't but we he see how that worked out for him though? When, when? Tony was banging MJ? <laughs> <laughs> I mean kind of. <laughs> um but Tony my point point being MJ. But also that that didn't last very long. Uh anyway, <laughs> Point being, uh, this is more about Tony than it does Peter. Uh, <laughs> well, somebody's Peter. Uh, but wop <laughs> <laughs> wop. That was a. That was a. Yep. That was fair. That was, that, I have a, let's, I have let's, a, let's just linger on that one for a second. <laughs> I have a question. Isn't Cassandra Webb a mutant? I'm. I'm not 100 percent on this. I, I yes. think I glanced over it. So. But and then Julia Carpenter, so second Spider Woman, she's still te- she's also technically a mutant. Or I don't no? know how she got her powers. Well, she gets um, well, right. She gets them from. Uh, well, no, I think the her initial powers were given to her like, uh, like a super soldier type thing. Like a government agency gave them to her because they were testing okay. something, and that's how she got them. So then no, that's right. probably you're, you're another gonna... reason why we wouldn't see the Cassandra Webb. They're going to they're they're going to merge the two characters together just like Maurer said. It's going to be a lineage thing. You're going to find out that Cassandra Webb has existed this whole time that she's been she's been at the center of the web and life of destiny and she's and she's been orchestrating and keeping things together and something happens where she's gone and then Julia uh, Carpenter has to take over and become the new spider the new Madam Webb in order to keep the the multiverse from from caving in on itself or whatever or they nonsense broke you want to throw the web, in. which it would be cooler. So the, the spell actually broke the web. And, oh, that's yeah. See, that's a cool idea. That's a cool idea. Madam Web was to, in order for Madam Web to fix it, she does something that is going to cause her to die. But she says that there has to be somebody to maintain the web, and that's where we get the new Madam Web from. 
Like, and this now this is very important for Sony's plan. So like, I completely understand why they're doing this movie. I just don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I get it because like then this this ties into Susu. What's it called? The the all the Spider Verse news that's going on right now with Sony and talking about how Andrew Garfield is looking to get. It's looking like he's going to get a series of movies where he explores the Spider Verse. Looking uh, like you looks, might get an Oscar too. Ooh. Hey, we'll ooh, talk about ooh. that later. Um, but it, it's it, if he's going to go around the Spider Verse and meet Spider Gwen, and she gets her own spinoff movie, and using Madam Web's character as the linchpin that allows that to happen, I get it. I just hope that they learned enough from the uh, from Into the Spider Verse to portray it in a way where we don't lose the quality of the characters that that, that they've already shown us, because that's what you get once you start throwing Destiny into the story. It, 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 you you lose the special quality that makes them them. Because they were going to be that way regardless. It was destined. So as long as you they get rid of that, I'm happy. my density. <laughs> so <laughs> what if they found a way to like treat the web of destiny almost like, like the speed force in a sense? Yeah, but I don't like that. Again, I don't like that. The speed force, you have, to be, you have to be talented enough and a speedster to be able to tap into it. The web of life and destiny means you were going to be the spider totem of your universe when you were born. Like the, uh, yeah. you are going to be a spider person. See, I don't like mind that. that. I liked it. Yeah, but that kills Peter Parker. And I, I don't like know. the I other. Just, I... It, it, Peter Parker no longer is the guy with great power comes great responsibility because he was going to be responsible regardless of the power he was bestowed upon. Like that's who he was going to be. Yeah. Like that's that's the thing that bothers me about this whole concept. It was it was a great idea to pull in all of the Spider characters, all right. And it, and I mean the the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon did it in a cool way, except for the fact that they used Madam Web to do it. And they and Madam Web just it feels like a a recently at least feels like a plot device to allow for Spider characters to be connected like the Speed Force, but by using Destiny. Speed Force, you you have to be able to tap into it to use it. Like if there was, right. I thought there was some, something that. Speed Force picked Barry though. Speed Force the Speed Force is created by Barry when he runs. Yeah, Barry so, creates the Speed Force but by But didn't moving. it pick somebody recently in one of the comics? Like I thought the Speed I mean, Force it, picked somebody to imbue with the Speed Force. I I mean it wouldn't surprise me if that's happened, but that's not a common thread of it. That's not like the web right. of life well, and let's, destiny. Let's move is on thing. from Madam Web. Uh well, and, since I already brought up Andrew Garfield, let's 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 jump into where that looks like it's heading because the rumor that we've heard with this, what's his name? Daniel, Daniel, uh, what the hell's his last name? I always read it as Radcliffe, Ooh. but we all know that's not who it is. No, it's not Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> um, he, he's known for leaking stuff and he's usually pretty credible. Uh, what is but his name? It's, it's like RPK something or other. Yeah. He, I mean, this it just it, seems really, really iffy. Why? Well, first off, before we even get into that, let me just say what it is, and then we can have a back and forth about it. Yeah. So the grand scheme of, of Sony Marvel looks like it's going to be creating that Spider-Verse, but to connect it to Null, the symbiote god, uh, and the Venom movies. So the reason why Venom all of a sudden became this multiversal character in the, the Carnage movie um, was to make sense of how they can tie in all of the spider people as well as connect Venom to that universe at the same time. So Null being this multiversal entity uh, is now getting, uh, is now looks like being set up to be the main villain of the Spider-Verse, which is a little weird. Um, 
it's a little weird to have Noel in that position, but I understand it with trying to pull Venom into the story. But it, the goal of Sony seems to be setting up a series of movies that eventually leads to a No Way Home scenario where Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, and Tom Hardy all team up to fight Noel the symbiote god, who's also going to bring back Carnage to try and retcon and fix the mistake of that movie. Hmm. It just seems weird to put Noel in... Sony's hands. He's in their hands regardless. As soon as they, as, yeah. as soon as they made him the symbiote god, that he was Sony's. That's the same well, reason no, why Marvel that, stopped making mutants when Fox not, had the rights. I, I know they have the rights to it, but I feel like they would want to have let Marvel have more say because they ha- could have more people interact with that character to bring more money. Basically, have the end game factor of all these heroes because Noel. Yeah, everybody. but see, I I don't think you you're thinking this through as the, in the long run. So you've got you've got three Spider Man, you've got one Venom, you also have Spider Gwen apparently making her debut. There's rumor of a Silk movie, so now you've got another Spider Person plus Miles. I mean, you have a Spider Team plus Venom, and then could you just imagine if Venom gives his symbiote to all of them? Like you can have your end game no way home moment with that, especially if they if they because again we're talking long term. We're talking this is like four movies down the road, four or five movies down the road, not anytime soon. What's up, features? You keep putting your he's putting his hand up like you got to just say your thing, man. To say, guys. <laughs> no, I was just going to say like I as, as man, excited great. as I would be to see, wow, thank you. <laughs> as excited as I would be to see no um on screen, I, I think it's still a dope idea. I'm not even going to question how Sony would handle it. It's just more so like to your point when you mentioned earlier, he's a multiversal threat. I now. I don't see. I mean, he's he's been a multiversal threat. He's sure no matter that? what you, no matter what universe he's in, Noel is Noel. Sure, but that doesn't make him a multiversal threat. Like he existed before the universe, so I guess that can make him. But he exists in the six one six universe. He's right, the god but of the symbiote always... trapped, trapped in a planet. But he wasn't like he always wasn't in the, a, the multiversal concept of Venom didn't happen until the movie. The hive mind is, was not multiversal until the movie. So I think, yes, features he exists in all the multiverse, but it's not like he's the not. Yeah, he's not the Phoenix Force. He's not like the a singular entity that exists within all. He is. Oh, okay, he, there right. is a ver- He's like Galactus. There's a version of him. In, well, is it? Uh, that's a good question. I don't. No, maybe I thought it was not. just one. No, because he, he. I think he existed before the creation of the universe. But I don't right. think that I don't think that makes him a multiversal threat. So that he might not be in every. No, he would have to be, because he would have to. He would have to be. They haven't mentioned him in any other universe in the comics. No, but in in um, during his the not King and Black, but before that, there uh, in the, the Guardians Venom of symbiote, Galaxy. No, the Venom symbiote in um, Spider Gwen's universe was tapped into it as well. That was created in a lab, wasn't it? Mm. Isn't it hers? Yeah. yeah. Um, so my point. So I'd have to get more clarity on that. I think I think we're I think we're both right. I think he there's only one of him because he existed before the creation of the universe. But he can right. tap into other ones. But he just doesn't he, go he, to the other universes. I don't think he has a hive mind. Well, no, does he? He does. He, he, he controls that. all the symbiotes. I think there's only one of them, but I don't think the symbiotes are multiversal. That we'll find okay. out more later. All yeah. I know, I think, features what you like. He's bigger than anything Marvel's put out there, right? Like, and in the movies, like he is a bigger threat than any bad guy they have. 
That's fair. Well, oh, yeah, no, that's fair because he because he took. No, that's over true. He, he's so killed you're, it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. He, he, you're right. He he took over Ersham uh, and um, Isan. Remember when they both showed up? Yeah, and he so killed that, one. That's just the weird part of it being in the Sony because now we know those multiverse exists. Like doing it just in the Sony side without all those other heroes being aware or doing something about it just right. seems like a. Wait, but if it's happening in the multiverse, they wouldn't. The, uh, like if so it's happening, if it, like if it's a fight that happens, like uh, like Uatu the Watcher versus um, uh, Infinity uh, Vision Prime. or Infinity Ultron, where they were literally yeah. fighting through realities, right? That they wouldn't. The MCU I guess characters we'll have to find be out after the Doctor Strange movie. That's fair. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. That's a fair <laughs> fair point because that's going to probably change everything. So, um, so uh, but but it looks like they're changing the rules a little bit, and I do like the idea. I think, and I think Sony can do it now that they've learned enough from Marvel. I think. You know why I don't like it? Why? Because it means there's going to be an end to Andrew Garfield. They're going to kill him in that movie. Ooh, no. they'll kill him in the Spider Gwen movie. Yeah, <laughs> they'll kill him in the Spider Gwen movie. Well, no, I think no, he'll die. In I Venom. don't think no. You're right. He'll the- die. He'll he'll die to null. Or Toby no, will. If anything, Toby, Toby will die Toby, before Toby that would die. They almost killed Toby in No Way Home. Yeah, the original the original script had him dying. But I think what's going to happen is you're going to have Andrew Garfield being the Venom Spider-Man that's going to exist mm. for a while. I think he'll probably get at least one more solo movie and then a bunch of tie-in movies. And then I think Toby will only come back for the cameo kind of bigger stories. I think yeah. that'll be like Toby will show up for the big movies and then that'll be that. And then Tom Holland... You know, he says he's kind of done, then he kind of clarified that he's not really done, but he says, if I'm playing Spider-Man when I'm 30 and we haven't given it to a Miles or a Silk or a Spider-Gwen, then he's done something wrong. So he wants to pass the, the baton, but he says if, if Sony Marvel aren't ready to pass the baton, he'll keep playing it. That so, is 100% uh, Robert Downey Jr. in his ear. Yes, I completely, that, that's uh, that's uh, him during what, uh, Age of Ultron? When uh-huh. he renegotiated, then all the Avengers were like, well, I don't know if we want to do another one. <laughs> they um, all got better contracts so after Robert Danny sat with them. <laughs> two side notes on Tom Holland. One, did you see him uh, apologize for not reaching out to Andrew when he got the role? He no, talked about it. I did see that, yes. So he's like, I feel like shit. I, I, if somebody would have taken this role for me after my second movie and that person didn't reach out to me, I would have felt horrible and I wish I would have gone and reached out to Andrew Moore and, and really got how he was feeling because after working with him, he's such a great guy. Like basically I was a kid and was too dumb to realize what just happened. And I wish I could go back. But then the, uh, the story about him and Mark Wahlberg, do you have, you guys heard that? Oh my God. I thought not. Mark Wahlberg was trying to sleep with him. Uh huh. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So he thought he was about to have his own Me Too movement with uh, moment with Mark Wahlberg. So Mark Wahlberg said, "I got you a massage gun because he's been getting jacked because he's working with Mark Wahlberg in the what is it, the (laughs) Uncharted movie?" Well, Tom had no idea what a massage gun was, so he thought it was like a sex toy. And then, rather than send an Uber with Tom to take him back to his hotel, Mark, being the nice guy that everybody knows he is, is like, "I'll just drive you home. Don't worry." So Tom Holland's in the car going. He gave me a sex toy. He's taking me back to my hotel. Like, it's Mark <laughs> Wahlberg trying to diddle me. I think the funniest part of that whole story was that Mark Wahlberg first forced <laughs> him to tell it on forced TV. Yes. He was like, he was like, you sure you want me to tell the story? <laughs> he was like, yeah, go tell, tell them no, about no, the yeah. story with the mustache gun. <laughs> How's your mother? How's your father? You know, and it's funny going going back to what you're, how your mom and them. Uh, it was going, uh, what you were saying about, um, 
uh, about Tom not reaching out to uh, Andrew. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the actress who who reprised the role of Storm, and she uh, reached out yeah. to Holly Berry, and Holly Berry wouldn't wouldn't talk to her about it. Yep. Do you remember that? It was like, come on, Holly, what are you doing? Well, right. we all know Holly is. Yeah. A diva. Yeah. <laughs> like feature all feature. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, she um, ruined the franchise. She is the reason why the third movie is terrible. Because oh, yeah. she made all those demands. She's not the reason, but she didn't help anything. She's the reason Scott died. She's 100% that the part. reason why Cyclops was killed. Because she had to be the leader of the team because she had the star powers. Supposedly. I mean, who who the hell knows? But that's the rumor that's out there. So if that's true, you know. All right. Screw her. Yeah. Let's uh, let's finish up our Spider-Man news. Features, what's happening with 2099? Okay, great. So uh, what we're going to experience <laughs> with 2099 is uh, we're getting the limited series. Uh, featuring Spider-Man 2099 uh, should be uh, brought to us in May. Uh, and anything else so, cool well, about that Spider-Man 2099? Actually, yes, we're going to get uh, a few cool new look characters in the 2099 universe. Uh, we're going to see Loki. He's and the Loki Prince looks of Lies. Loki looks cool Loki as hell. Looks, man. Yeah, he looks like he's kind of beaten. Like he's like a like. I don't want to call him a hobo because he's Loki. But he, the yeah. way he's got his like his helmet his and his backpack, backpack. and the, yeah, it's pretty cool. He's we'll, like we'll a drifter. I'll, I'll, uh, he's like drifter Loki. We'll put uh, the photos in a. Uh, it's in already the there. Ready to go. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also uh, Winter Soldier is going to make an appearance. So we got a 2099 version of Winter Soldier. That's cool. Not just another, it's got to be another dude with a with the same arm. I bet you he gets the same arm that Bucky had. <laughs> Looks a little bit different. I, I don't I don't remember and if there was be, an it, arm, but. There's a photo of him too. So, uh, we Which get somebody else cool? definitely. Oh, you just want to, he already exists, bro. <laughs> I know what you're getting at. I know exactly what you're getting at, but you're acting like he's new. He's not new. He's not new. I just want to see him have uh, a spotlight on him again. Who, and who's going to be there, Mr. Mauer? Ghost Rider 2099. Yeah. <laughs> but his existence doesn't that mess with Cosmic Ghost Rider? No. I don't Cosmic think Ghost so. Rider is not from the 616 universe. Yeah. Uh, 2099 isn't the 616. 2099 is. It is? 20, yeah. They, yeah. They, they officially wreck no. on that? Because 2099 was supposed to be the, uh, the always supposed to be the future of the 616. No, 2099 is still the future. They didn't wreck on it as far as I know. I don't believe it is anymore. Well, hell, Baby Huey's here. He smells funny, but he can still type. <laughs> so ba- Baby Huey will let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider uh, was was did come around with the original twenty ninety nine series, right? He was there with, with yeah. X Men and Hulk and him and Doom were the only two I liked. Really, Doom twenty nine, Earth nine twenty eight is twenty ninety nine. Oh, when did they when did they retcon that? Because like, wasn't that the whole thing with twenty ninety nine? Like it was always supposed to be the future. Yeah, like regardless, it was going to end up as twenty ninety nine. I wonder when when they changed. Oh, you know what they probably changed that? Uh, Battle World. So oh, when yeah. um yeah when the when the ultimate universe crashed into the 616 universe and then battle world happened and then they rebuilt the universes after that I bet you that's when they got rid of so, 999. So another funny thing that makes the sense. MCU universe still mm-hmm. considered Earth whatever it is 616. Well no it's it's own number that it got the like seven nines at the end of it. Who so, the MCU? Yeah. So Fahey spoke at a turn when he said that it was taking over um the official Marvel encyclopedia Still has it listed as its own world. Yeah, because it's because it's not part of the multi. It's like it's its own multiverse. They it's its own, they it's still consider thing. it. Marvel flat out said this is where it is. 
I looked at I, my nephew has the encyclopedia. He pointed it out to me and told me that we were wrong. Wow. I, I don't know, man, because I have I have like all of the Marvel encyclopedias. Well, I have like 12 of them. Yeah, we, he, I just got him the new one this year and it's in there. Well, I'll be cracking mine's open. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. But I kind of remember <laughs> them doing something about that because Marvel was upset that Fahey said it because they still want to be able to reference it in their comics. But is this a miniseries for six issues, Peach? Yeah, about six issues, but it's also the celebration of 30 years of 2099 or Marvel's 2099. That's what's also like the really cool point of it. And just so you know, and the key like what I thought was really dope is Loki is probably gonna be the main villain, but they got him listed as a survivor of Asgard of Ragnarok. So his his intention so in is to actually Ragnarok bring it back. Happens. Ragnarok always happens. It's on a loop. Yeah, Ragnarok happened multiple times. Yeah. The Rag the Rock. The rag. <laughs> the rag. The rag. Can't stop um, the rock. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, oh. that, that's exciting. I, I'd like to see Drifter Loki. That's kind of cool. I don't know. I mean, yeah. the Spider-Man 2099 books, like the first run was cool. The rest of the 2099 books I wasn't a big fan of. You didn't like Doom? Um, no, I didn't like Doom. Um, and I know I... a lot of people did. I didn't like Hulk. I didn't like X-Men. I, I really didn't like any of the 2099s. And Miguel O'Hara was cool because of how cool Spider-Man looked, but I didn't even really like the world. And then when they tried to redo it, I didn't like Deadpool. Um, I didn't. They, just most of the twenty ninety nine characters. But you like the really copycat Spider Man twenty ninety nine, which is weird. Which which is the copycat twenty ninety nine? Batman Beyond. Oh, he's okay. Oh. I know. I, I mean, I'm not against him. I like this cartoon, but it's not like I go out and buy Batman Beyond books. <laughs> Baby Huey says he smells funny. Um. Anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Sidebar. Said, really I'm quick. sorry. He said he likes Batman Beyond and he buys the comics and he also <laughs> smells funny. <laughs> sidebar really quick I think it's interesting that they did use Loki as one of the major villains considering that if you remember when Spider-Man 29 first kicked off uh, they they labeled him the Herald of Thor I think oh, it had really? something to do with him fight. yeah it had something to well, do with him finding his hammer or something like that I, I can't remember exactly what it was I don't know even back was, then I was like these books look stupid yeah, they, they, I mean, twenty and twenty ninety nine is because of how cool Miguel looked, and that's really it. He's Boba yeah. Fett, you know what I mean? Like he he skated on his popularity specifically because he's he got cool. a pretty cool cast costume. Yeah, that's and he doesn't show up in half of his shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Those those books, I think they thought they were gonna be much cooler than what they turned out to be, and then everybody's like, "You got one design that looks kind of cool." But yeah, we don't care. Well, they it, they they made money on Spider Man, and they so they couldn't get rid of the universe. So they were like, "Well, right. maybe people will like Punisher 29. Nope, no, they didn't. <laughs> no, that was that yeah, was trash. It, it, all right, well let's let's move on, Moscow. Let's let's talk about what's going on with the Oscars. Yeah, everything was just announced today, and bullshit. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that point. Uh, but guess what? Spider Man was nominated for an Academy Award. <laughs> Hey. The, one, the one you'd expect it would get. Visual, and it's still not going to win. Nope. Uh, Shang-Chi is, hey, oh. I said Shang it right. Holy Shang, Shang. 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 Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Shang. Shang. Comic yeah. is Shang, movie is Shang. Right on. <laughs> so Marvel right there is just splitting the difference and losing. Uh, <laughs> also up in that category is uh, No Time to Die, which was whatever. Uh, Free Guy, which had great visual effects and 
honestly might win. That's and probably going to be win. Alex Dune, Dune, movie. Dune is also in it, and I well, Dune's believe, got best picture. Yeah, it Dune, was nominated for like for twelve awards. That's bullshit. That Which was is good. Damn. It's not really? a bad movie, but That's it has not the same problem. Pig. It has the same problem that that the original Dune has. It's, it's long, long and boring. It, it, yes, it's yeah. just a dull movie. It's, it's like we, you, you know what it is. It's a Felix Hergood movie. It's got great lore. <laughs> the lore is outstanding, mm-hmm. and you really gotta love the lore. But them explaining the lore is just really hard. It to It makes through. the first Lord of the Rings movie look like an action-packed popcorn flick. Wow. And there were some uh, great moments, and it looked beautiful, but it really is just a long-winded movie, just as the original was. Really. Yeah, but with yeah. Free Guy, the technology that they uh, fine-tuned in that with the face matching, which is being mm-hmm. used across the board now, um, is it, as big as the volume was for special effects. Like That technology that they kind of fine-tuned to that team changed special effects. So if they don't win... It it just goes to show even more how the Oscars are a sham. Well, the Oscars, wow. they're, they're all all of award shows, especially for for movies, are shams. They're all not shams. MTV Video <laughs> Music Awards. Best Kiss. That was real. It was real to me. <laughs> now, what happens? So, we're we're going to talk about Nicolas Cage because yes, Nicolas Cage was not nominated for leading uh, for actor in a leading role or best I, picture. Right. And it, that to me is, you know, that is unfortunate. I, but Andrew Garfield, like I've been touting for the last however many months, was nominated for leading uh, actor in a leading role for Tick Tick Boom. Now, and that's, he plays the guy that came up with uh, Rent. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't Tom, it was Rent. Rent. Uh, oh, shoot. What's his last name's Larson? I can't think of his first name. Um, but yeah. Did you see it? I didn't. I, it, it's it's completely out of my wheelhouse and every, but I I enjoyed the heck out of it. I can't stand musicals, but the way that this is made uh, and you know produced, you know, the and, way of the dog is just going to win everything because they don't want to give it to Marvel. But Benedict is now a Marvel guy, so, so they get Andrew. the they get the rub from having Doctor Strange win awards and his movie win awards without saying we're giving an award to a comic property. And, then, and that's why that's why No Way Home and Shang-Chi are going to be in visual effects. It's the, it's the, it, this is it's the unfortunate truth of the the academy is this is them throwing bones. They're like, "Well, see, they're on the list." Oh, come on, man. <laughs> sure, but No, I don't think there's a single Marvel movie out there that deserves best picture. Ah, None of them? Thank you. Mm-mm. Thank I, you. Winter Soldier really? is phenomenal. Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier is a phenomenal movie. I don't think it's on I don't know what it, I don't know what it was coming out against. So I don't, I don't want to say year, that. Here it might have gotten in there, but it would have to be a pretty weak year. Because you're, and we'll talk about this briefly. Like Pig, mm-hmm. is probably mm-hmm. one of my top five movies I've ever seen. So good. Until I you watch it, Tick Tick Boom, trust me. Trust me. Watch this they, movie. As much as I agree that I would not call any of the MCU like art house flicks, which is very much the movies that get uh, get looked at by the Academy, the Academy is shooting themselves in the foot by not uh, by not. I don't want to say bending to the the whim of the the general public, but the general public is losing their interest in them, just like the Grammys. Like it's getting to a point where the things that m- the majority of people like, they feel like they're getting snubbed because they're watching the- they're watching an award show full of things they've never seen and none of the stuff that they were. Yeah, but that's about. the whole point of the Grammys because it's been the joke since we were kids. All the pictures and best, you know, the best picture nominees I didn't see, so now I got to go watch them. I got to go give them more money. 
Right, and that's and that's why getting that's why they spend so much money campaigning to get an Oscar or a Golden Globe nod because they make millions more if they get a nod. Yeah, if they get a nomination, the amount of money that that movie will make goes through the roof. So they spend so much money trying to campaign for them to be considered. I mean, it's to a point where the Golden Globes are the worst. Golden Globes by far are the worst. I mean, it's it's a joke within the Golden Globes. I mean, go back and watch the last. Six Golden Globes, and you'll hear them talking about the uh, foreign press and the stuff that they had. Well, to there do. wasn't even really a Golden Globes this year, right? Uh, no, there wasn't was. televised. They just kind of announced the winners the next day. Is that what happened? That's yeah. hysterical. Andrew Garfield I, won. They, <laughs> um, but it's like Eminem saying, "I don't want to play the Grammys because you're going to use me to sell tickets and, and yeah. get this thing promoted." But you'll or never flavor, get Flav. me. <laughs> or flavor, flavor, flavor. Exactly. <laughs> Flavor, flavor, flavor. Flavor. Oh, I'm so happy someone was going to do it. I was, I committed, and I was like, I'm going to be alone. <laughs> uh, so right. let's talk about somebody who should be winning an award, maybe a Grammy, you know, maybe an <laughs> Emmy. Uh, I'm talking about the man you can't see, but is killing it as peacemaker, John Cena. You know, um, I love John Cena now. Now? I didn't hate John Cena by any means, we but I never thought it, I never thought right. about John Cena, and now I, I love that dude. <laughs> as, I really as do. As tired as I am of the stupid joke, you can now see him. Everybody's <laughs> seeing him now. <laughs> um, so the scene in Peacemaker where he's playing the Motley Crue song has a mm -hmm. much deeper meaning mm -hmm. uh, than what we saw, and. Uh, People don't realize that John Cena is as multifaceted as he is, you know, learning Mandarin and playing piano. Like, he is a workaholic with a heart, it seems. Like, everything he does isn't for him just to have that skill. It's so he can use that skill to make somebody else feel better, it seems. So during the filming of Suicide Squad, uh, James Gunn got news that his dog was going you know, had to be put down and was dying. So he had to go, he rushed home. They were sitting in the lobby of the hotel, and it was John Cena kind of being there to comfort him, and there was a piano in the room. John Cena walked over and played what James Gunn called the most moving rendition of the song Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. Wow. Um, and James remembered that and said, I have to get that moment and showcase that to the world, like kind of as a thank you to, to John Cena. For and... A, a Sorry, we were getting a, a couple looks here. That's the song played at the end of Fight Club, Fight Club. and it's and also it's Orange Cassidy's theme, theme music. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Moshko was so happy to say that, and he wasn't going to allow Mauer to baby Huey him. He was um, like, "I'm saying this, you're not taking it from me." So, <laughs> Surf of Rosa, the album that's off of, is considered Thunder Rosa. Of, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. All right, I'm one done. Of I'm done. The greatest '90s albums ever, and it doesn't get the respect it is. But you can watch John Cena play this song, and I'll give Menti the clip to put up, um, for when he was dating one of the Bellas for like their 600,000th follower. He got in a tuxedo in a black and white video and played Where Is My Mind on a grand piano like as a thank you for everybody. Um, so that's it's just crazy. a cool thing. But anytime and that show. That show. That show's so good. <laughs> this show is so silly and wonderful and dark and hysterical and eagly. I, I mean, I've never wanted a pet eagle before, but like I'm debating it. But it also right. has <laughs> so much emotion. Don't try. You've never like, wanted a pet eagle before? Never thought about it. Now I am. 
<laughs> Watching Eagly take out those people. Like, oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. I want to train Eagle now. I want to train Eagle, and if I die by that Eagle, it's, you know, I, I did it to myself. I'm Seeing okay with Eagly it. with chunks of people's face. And, and I love yeah. he wouldn't get in the back seat. Like, he yeah. gets right in the driver's seat. He's like, no, nah, I'm like, saying. He's like, I, 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 did, I did the killing. You guys did I did all back. the work. You get back. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, it, it, so far the show the show's been outstanding. Yeah, but still not my favorite comic book show. Ooh, Ooh really? So, Which one's yeah, your favorite? I still Jessica Jones. Huh. Well, no, Superman and Lois took Superman. it up a notch this season. I'm so close. I, I know I did it to bravo, myself. Bravo, bravo. I'm gonna. I just want to put this out here, and because I, I want to set this precedent, I did this to myself, so I'm about to get this spoiled for me. But that's because I didn't rush through it fast enough, and I thought it's been around forever. It's on HBO Max. I'm on episode eleven. What do you season? think of the show? We didn't get this last year when we did it. What are you thinking of season oh, it's one? It's outstanding. It's it's phenomenal. There's I don't there's I have no qualms with this show whatsoever. And even the things that I did have an issue with in the beginning, I really like. I love both his sons. Right? They grow on you both, like a fucking they, fungus. They're Oops, so good. <laughs> they're so good. Uh, and you know where they can take it and how they're both like it's like if I don't know it's it's like Superman. Without the powers, has to you know? I don't even, I don't know how to explain the two of them, but they they remind me of my little brothers. I think that's the the part that that grabs me more than anything. Well, um, the, the best part of that show is they're touching on things and topics and being un, quote unquote woke without forcing it. So in this season, and I'm going to spoil a few things for you because it's just been it's so okay. good. I did it to myself. This is the precedent I'm setting right now. Things will be spoiled for you if you were behind. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, oh, I forget her name, uh, Emmanuel Shriek's daughter goes away on to a summer camp and she comes back and she's acting real weird. Um, and then she finally goes out and she says, well, I kissed somebody. And he goes, well, who is it? And she says, well, it was a girl. And they didn't like hark on that and be like, oh my God, blah, blah. They showed how hard, like, when you're a kid and you first have these feelings, like they let it be a normal conversation. No kid is going to be like, well, now I'm going to question who I am and let me explore this and let me have this deep like conversation about it. They made it as awkward and as I don't really want to talk about this as it would be in real life. And then they moved on because that's what kids do. They take it and they push that shit back. <laughs> like how many kids that, you know, at 15 that were like, you know, I'm well-adjusted. I need to talk about these feelings I'm having in a adult and contemporary way. No, that's not how kids are. I'll tell you what, though. I'm excited to hear that you said that you liked it, even though that was brought up. Because I'm not going to lie, I've seen plenty of negative articles about this season and how it's ruining itself because it's getting too woke. Well, and I do think that there's a crowd that the moment something that even teeters on a quote-unquote woke topic, immediately crap on it. Well, without both understanding sides are crapping context. on it for that moment. Because the other side of that is saying they're minimalizing it and using it as a prop and a story point without giving it the space it needs. But I feel they gave it the space that it would be. So well, because it's a Superman show. Well, <laughs> like even, it's... If you take Superman out of it, I'm, it felt like the most real that conversation would have been. Well, sure. If you're watching Euphoria, yeah, dive into that moment. Let's stretch it out. Let's find out. But I'm not watching Euphoria. I'm watching Superman and Lois. So <laughs> like, the kids have been phenomenal. They're dealing with, you know, jealousy and twins and all that family stuff. And then you have Superman. 
Yes. And he's – Oh, my God, that dude's so good. Right? He it's, – it's, it's, it's almost annoying how good he is because he doesn't look like Superman to me, but now when I think of Superman, his face is there. Right. So that, if that makes sense, like when I when they first cast him in the Arrowverse, I was like, he's a terrible Superman, terrible. Then the show then. came out. Yes, and then the show came out, and he is stellar. So who remembers the introduction of Doomsday? Oh, the comic, me. The comic. Can you remember uh, what the panels were and like what they were doing in the beginning of it? When he crashes and then the, the he's only got his one hand free and he crushes the bird in his hand. Then yeah, but it's like deer. just real close up, boom. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So they they were doing that for the first two episodes of this, but they were doing it connected to Superman. So he was having these visions of what was going on, and they're like, I think it turns out they think it's Kryptonian, and you know, all of a sudden you see this massive beast break out of the ground in this containment suit, and he's fighting, and they're beating the crap out of him. And Steel's there, who's by the way, awesome. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Before you go any further, all right, now go ahead. And then you have the face get ripped off like it does in the comic and you go to see doomsday's face and it's bizarro what hmm. they get a twist because doomsday's already been brought up in so many things recently okay. and they went rather than give that we're going to give you this bizarro which fits even better to the storyline and Menti, you're about to see with the eradicator yeah. what's going on i guess i guess it feels it feels like they're 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 you know, it's the same trick twice. They did the same thing with with Luther slash John Henry Irons. Uh, not as you know much. So I mean? this was more. I was like, oh, I'm going to see Doomsday again, and I was kind of disappointed. But when they did the switch, I was like, oh, I didn't even see. I love Bizarro coming in, and I hope he's sympathetic. I love when people like understand that there is a good side to Bizarro. So like, we haven't seen it yet, but we did just see the reveal, and they're talking about. But it just the thought they're putting into it. Like, these are the types of things that, like, I feel The Walking Dead did. Like, comic fans are going to be looking for this. So we want to make sure they can watch this and see something else, but we're still going to be true. Like, they're rearranging the map as they're drawing it, but they're still hitting every city. Like, I have a feeling we're still going to see Steel get the big, because they're redoing his suit, the big S on it, and be there to save Superman at the end. There, I, I, I don't know how I feel about this yet, cause, but I see the writing on the wall the Arrowverse is going to get rebooted. The Arrowverse is going to get rebooted on the back of Superman and Lois. I don't know if Bear, if if Flash continues. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't see Grant Gustin going anywhere. Um, but I don't. I I feel like the Flash is hurting too much to keep it going. You know what I mean? And all the cast left. Well, that yeah, because it's. I mean, the show is starting to feel. It just feels redundant and, and silly. I mean, it's always felt silly. It's always felt like the popcorn of of television or the potato chips of television. But it's. Um, yeah, that's why we liked it, it though. Well, no, that's no, no, no. Once, one, look, Speed Force lightsabers ruin everything. Every time, every time. <laughs> the moment that they started fighting each other with Speed Force lightsabers, I I couldn't I check out in two seasons. Well, at one point. Mind you, these are speedsters fighting at normal speed with lightsabers made of lightning from the Speed Force. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, it was the stupid. stupidest thing, and I'm, I, I, it, it hurt the show ever since. Every because every time I watch it, I, I see lightning and I go, "Oh yeah, it could be a lightsaber." Stupid. Just but stupid. this show, like <laughs> the actress that plays Lois, even won me over. Because I yes, she's cool. I like her. I didn't think she was Lois because I still picture Lois as like this shockingly beautiful like yes it still has a lot of like visual of what i want lois to be and they've moved past that so seeing her 
next to Emmanuel Sharik, who I've had a crush on since Entourage. I've now looked past that because the actress is so good and the storyline they're going into with her and her sister and this cult and completely discrediting Lois and taking away the one thing that makes her Lois Lane. Like they are hitting on every angle of this show and it still all comes back to the center point of the Superman family in such a balanced way that you care about every single piece of it equally. I agree. I think, and I think the the lowest that she's trying to portray, ex- except for not as much of a damsel in distress, is Christopher the military Reeves. Military brat, Lois. Oh, that's what yeah. to me. That's who it sounds like she's playing. She's just not as much of a a damsel in distress like that Lois was. Yeah, she is. She is a little bit more Margot than any of the other Loises that we've seen. But it's if you're not watching Superman and Lois, and you even. Well, you're not because it's on a two week break. Thanks to Baby Huey and his and his smelly pits, he just let me know that uh, <laughs> that, that it's on a two week break because the Olympics. I'm only doing this because he doesn't have his mic on, so because he can't defend himself, I'm just gonna keep saying that he smells bad. So and Huey, he is does. that why the rookie's also on a break? God damn, I hate the Olympics. He shook his head, yes, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I hate the Olympics. All right. Um, all right. So before we wrap up here, we we got to talk Boba. Who? We have to. Well, yeah, it's not. Never mind. We don't. Who's have to that? Talk about, we don't have to talk about Boba because he's not there. Because his uh, show doesn't talk about him. Much. Let's talk about. Let's talk about Star Wars in general. Uh, but he was there we'll for just five talk minutes. About Star Wars. Can Can we first say that this second part Spo- of the show? Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched that last episode, just throwing that Spoiler out there. Although technically alert. the se- the series finale is happening now, so you know, make sure you watch that old one before you watch today's. Okay, this would so, be Wednesday, and this would be the series finale. Because right? we haven't seen the last episode, two but more? the two episodes leading into it. Moscow's saying there's two left? There, I thought there was eight one. episodes. Uh, I, think, I thought it was just this next one is it. We're done after this. Right? Nah, how many, is, was, how many episodes was it supposed to be? Eight, nine? I thought six. it was eight, and wasn't episode six No, it can't be six, because we're on episode week? six now. Yeah, it was six last week. So seven should would be, be tomorrow. Yeah. Or today. Whatever it is, these last Tomorrow. few episodes <laughs> should have been a second season. And I think I, I would have loved to see those first few episodes fleshed out even more and seen that whole thing. Because this, I think, is going to be what Menti wants to see. We're going to see Boba go back to the Boba that Menti knows. Oh, I think we're going to get a merge of both Bobas. But yeah. I think just- I, the storyline feels very much like everything else Disney's put out recently where... Well, we Boba's- have this story, and then in the last two or three episodes, here's all this shit because we're going to put other stuff out. You're right. They should have called it Tatooine. They shouldn't have called it Book of Boba Fett. It should have been called Tatooine. The story of Tatooine or the- Well, just, ta- the just war- Tatooine because the war, the war of Tatooine. War of Tatooine. Yeah, that's that would be a great- Because calling up Book of Boba Fett makes it sound like it's going to be only about Boba Fett, but Boba Fett has never been a main character except for in his own solo stories. He's never he's not the kind of character that can really support a solo story from what we've seen in the in context of the movies. But right? we and saw it, him supporting his own story sure, in the first yeah, right. three episodes. You're right. But what the, uh, this whole show, this whole show is nothing. But it's Iron Man 2. It's just putting pawns in the right places to set up all the other shows that are about to happen. This is, to me, this is the starting off point. Like Mando season two was really like the beginning of like, let's see how much we can get away with. Like, let's bring in Ahsoka. Let's bring in the Dark Troopers. I think this is all Kathleen Kennedy, though. I don't think this is. David uh, Fellini direct, wrote and directed to- the last thing. But I still think she's saying, put this in. No, put I think this in. is 100% him. 100, 100%. I think I think Cad Bane at the end proves that. I think Cad Bane showing there, because, I, I mean, these the, everything you're seeing is so Dave Filoni, it's not funny. I I'm mean, not saying she's telling him what to put in, but, like, 
we need more properties. Give us more spinoffs. Like do as like no, I introduce he, characters. I just think that this show is fan service to get people going. Oh my god, all the Clone Wars stuff really is real. I think that it's the same as as Mando season two. It's setting up things. Mando season one proved that they could do it. So then they were like, all right, do it again. But now let's start building. So then they, they don't did it. care about the story as much as. Just getting fan service and uh, well, you see the difference between you and me is you only see it as Boba Fett's story. It's not the story of Star Wars, which is what you're getting. You're not getting just Boba Fett's story. You're getting Luke's story, Grogu's story, Mando's story, Ahsoka's story. You're getting everybody's story. That's why it should be called the War of Tatooine. I agree with you, but it's not. And right. It's called Boba Fett. Right, and you you want to know why? Okay, here yes, comes the that. here comes the bomb. Okay, he's narrating the thing. This is from his perspective. So all these stories are what he knows, and he put it into his book. Book. So that's why you're able to, mm, okay. to get all these other things. It doesn't necessarily need to be him in every single thing. It's his... It's, uh, I guess it's, it's the story it's, of how he becomes a crime from, Yeah. Right, but it's, it's, so, it's just like a... Uh, I wish I could explain there, better what I'm and, thinking here, but... Actually, you put it better than what I it's had. It's an in anthology. My mind, so it's it's from his perspective. Can I just can I just give my 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 theory on what's no. going to happen today? I could be very wrong. So if you're listening to this and I'm wrong, feel free to text there to to comment about it. Text me. <laughs> um, but I'm thinking the whole his reason we got that last the reason we got that last episode <laughs> was because uh, and spoiler alert spoiler alert Grogu's going to choose Mando's armor. Luke's going to take him back to Tatooine. On Tatooine, he's going to be present for that final war. So that the, the big fight between the 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 Pike Syndicate, uh, the Crimson Dawn, and then the forces of Boba Fett, as well as Luke, um, Black Chrysanthemum. Uh, well, Cad Bane will be on the other side, and we'll get we're gonna finally get a good fight with with uh, the 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 Clone Wars episode that never actually made it to air, where we get where Boba gets his dent. Yeah. By the way, if you didn't know, the blue face dude is the reason why Boba's helmet is dented. The dude you saw at the end is is was a bit of a mentor and then a huge rival of Boba Fett in the Clone Wars. I didn't like him at first, but he grows on you by the end. I I love I love him by the end. I was very excited to see Cad Bane. Uh, his yeah. voice was so good. And, he, and by the way, for everybody who says he needs to be changed because this is a big controversy, apparently he looks so much better in that show than he's ever looked in Clone Wars. The animation he, Clone Wars is terrible. So anybody that wants it to look like that shit, get your eyes checked and go back and watch that cartoon. I'm not going to say that well, it needs I, that the whole thing's terrible, but I am going to say that he looks like the eagle from the Muppets had sex with a horse. Like he doesn't <laughs> look like a good fun character. He's he he look anytime I can say a Muppet had sex with a horse, you don't look good. <laughs> like that's bad. <laughs> He does. He looks like they, they go look look up the blue eagle from the Muppets oh, and then look up a horse's face. Tell me it's not the <laughs> that's not Cad Bane. I'm just saying this Cad Bane looked like an evil shark alien and was terrifying. I was yeah. more excited for that short period of time in Book of Boba Fett than the entire Clone Wars run because Cad Bane in the beginning just seems like a nuisance and a knockoff Boba. Now again, he earns his stripes. By the time you're done, and apparently he gets even more in Rebels and Bad Batch, so I'm I'm, I'm in Rebels now. But by the end of Clone Wars, you do like him. Uh, and I was very excited to get that character in there. But again, Book of Boba Fett is setting that up. And I love Moshko. I love what you said, that this could just literally end with the closing the book of, you know. Uh, Tatooine. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess maybe Tatooine. Yeah, and I guess I would appreciate it more if they didn't give it those first few episodes just on Boba. All those first few episodes were to explain why Boba takes off his helmet and talks all the goddamn time. That's yeah. it. 
because that's not how Boba is. <laughs> Boba now Boba now makes sense because of those episodes to be doing what he's they doing. They were so good, though. Yes, they are. 100% they are. And I think you're not done with Boba. I just think Boba is going to become a background character because that actor is about to be very, very busy. If he's about to play all the clones and Rex and stuff, he's going to be a busy man. Plus, they can bring him back for Django well, if they wanted to bring... So, I mean, and that's the point I was making where this last part, I feel, should have been... The last episode, you see everybody show up and then explain it in another season where Boba can be a background character and at least give us one full season, six, seven episodes of that Boba Fett on his own story because we're never going to get that again. You're never going to have... Maybe. With him being everything else, he's going to be real busy and he's Aqua Dad. He's he's Aqua Dad. (laughs) Well, he's he's 100% healed now. He's healed. He he is Aqua Dad. Um... I just wanted to add in. You were going to I, I, I liked everything that, that that's being said, but I wanted to touch on the fact that, like, you know, what Mashko was saying about this being told from Boba's perspective. Because I, I, again, I'm I haven't been the the biggest Star Wars fan, but I'm I'm catching up. I'm, I'm brushing up on the lore. Um, dude, this dude has watched three uh, three seasons of Clone Wars in like a week, and and yeah. that's twenty four episode seasons. Like how he's flying through this show. How. I'm I'm it's so painful. Try. It's not. It's really good. No, it's, it's not. Clone really Wars is show. really good. Like, and, that, and that's really the thing. Good. And that's the thing. Like to John's point, Cad Bane. The the stark difference between him from Clone Wars to the actual Book of Boba Fett. I like him better in the Book of Boba Fett as a first introduction because he comes off way more menacing. And for him to be the top bounty hunter in the galaxy, not the world, not on a small frame of Tatooine, the galaxy. That's what you need to see. That's how you. That's yes. how you do it. And by the way, I'm pretty sure I think it was Dave Filoni said when they were talking about why Cad Bane doesn't look exactly the same. No, this goes back to Ahsoka when all the fans were complaining that her tendrils weren't as long as they would be as in in. Um, one was a cartoon, one's Rebels. real life. Exactly. He goes, "Well, how do you yeah, know that, that, that the cartoon version isn't just an animated version of this character?" And I, I, that that should just shut everybody up right there. But now we've got all those videos online. You know what? No, that's why. Let me go run back. Those videos online of everyone fixing Cad Bane is because the one dude who fixed Luke at the got end of Bando season two got a job, and yeah. now we saw his his work in the last season. Well, so they're so, all trying to go hire me. Look, off, I can make him look like Clone Wars. So I first off, that was a you, pretty good deep fake. Yes, it Sorry. was a good deep fake. So did you? Do you know? What happened in the first one with Luke? Why it wasn't as good? Did you watch the making of it at all? I did, but I don't remember. Refresh me. So they took like four different techniques to it because they couldn't figure out which one they wanted to do. Because deep fake doesn't look good. You get a lot of blurriness to it. And then the CGI didn't quite work. And then using the de-aging didn't work. So they were combining a bunch of things. The deep fake guy that got hired just got rolled into everything. So what we're seeing isn't a deep fake. It is this amalgamation of four different techniques of de-aging. Well, it's not de-aging anymore because he's not there, but the the CGI face they took from the de-aging, the actual, and they use this technique in Free Guy, of him sitting in this room and just doing these facial expressions looking around so they can get live action of how his muscles work so that they can apply that to the CGI and now with the deep fake, where it is not just deep faking off of something else, they're controlling the muscle mass underneath a deep fake. Mm. What? Uh, so it's super, super in depth, and it's just going to get better. Which is why I think uh, Free Guy should win, because they're sitting on the shoulders of that 
as we progress through this technology. Now, I, mean, sounds, mm, I can't say that. The big no, thing I, I, I took away from this. Not you, Features. Yeah. <laughs> you, when you go, ah, gah, no, no, I want to hear what Malrad <laughs> say. I don't want to hear what the gah, 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 was. I don't, I don't know. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this. I was talking to Huey over the week or yesterday. Do you remember back when Star Wars, before any of the other crap, all we had was the holiday special and the original trilogy? Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. talked in order to use a lightsaber, you had to use the Force. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Well, it go, going back that. into Legends, lightsabers come from what are called Force sabers. Force sabers are what the well, dark even before those books is. were really. Well, they, those were the, the those were the legends books. Those are those yeah. we're talking about that time period. We're talking about all the 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 fan fiction stuff that everyone added to the the. Lucas yeah, but, so the, it was before, like it was the fan fiction, and they said you know it was the force that helped actually shape the saber. Yeah, it's force sabers. That's yeah. what they were called before then. Um, it looks like, and maybe you would get me up to speed on the dark saber. I love the fact that they brought that back because it takes us old fans who remember like. You couldn't just swing a dark uh, uh, lightsaber around if you didn't have the force because it would be like Thor's hammer. And that's, you know, one of the ways they explained uh, the two-handed saber, if you hear George Lucas talking about it, is it took strength and force and the force. And that's why he had the original Obi-Wan use it like a two-handed sword versus a single-handed saber. So seeing that brought back, it was the one thing that made me go, maybe I'll watch some of that, just the dark saber storyline. Because that at least ties back to what I remember as a child and being in love with Star Wars. And seeing that on screen, I was like, oh, like that's the moment you I've been should, waiting for. Bro, you should, I mean, I know you're, you can't get past the animation, but this is all covered in Clone Wars and yeah. Rebels. I mean, they go, they go it, into the- Did they novelize Rebels, they, this? Yes. Clone Wars? I don't think oh. Clone Wars is novelized. Nah. I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I, there are definitely novelizations that are canon. I mean, that's where Cobb Vanth come from. He comes from the sea of the after. I might series. if there's novelizations that explain a lot of the Clone Wars stuff. I would rather read that than watch oh, that. Check out the High Republic stuff that just came out. I know that's like old lore. Like it's not. It's still. It's still canon, but it's 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 based on. Um, it's based way prior to uh, to Clone Wars. Um, they might go into it, but I hear those are terrible. A lot and the of the last piece of my issue with this is Rosaria Dawson can't act. What? Disagree. She did what? not need to be in that. It was Disagree. just fan service. No, she absolutely does. If Dude, that what? was Luke having the conversation with Mando, I think it would be more impactful. You wouldn't Why? have lost mm-hmm. anything. Because they could have had, he could have seen more Mando's love for him and see that the connections there even more. Except and, for he already, she already had a connection and she already saw her his connection with, with Grogu. Like that yeah. already happened. That's where we got the. I mean, hell, the spear that he got to create the armor comes from Ahsoka's show. No, we don't need Ahsoka seeing Mando. Luke and Mando. What, but yeah, what I'm saying is, I don't. I, I disagree that Luke would have a better connection than Ahsoka would. That's what I'm saying. He would get a connection. He doesn't have that connection. Them having a conversation would give them more of a connection. So he would then present Grogu with the the choices at the end. I think the I think the idea of Luke presenting choices is a problem <laughs> like i think <laughs> i think i think that's a bigger issue to me with the whole dealing in absolutes it's kind of a, a sith, tenet, a sith but, thing okay. no yeah. see i see it as him learning from the what he knows of his father sure you know and he, does, um, and he doesn't have anyone to really teach him of this that's that's honestly why ahsoka should be there because ahsoka has seen what those kind of attachments can do to a person well no but he's saying if you're gonna have these attachments you can't be a jedi i don't want you to go down the way of my uh, father it's gonna this all's going to the reincarnation of what's his name Va, uh, vaz rizna or uh, what the hell's his name 
Baby Huey. He Vi looked this up. The, no, the the, <laughs> the 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 dark saber goes back to the only Mandalorian Jedi. Yeah, that's why that's where the dark and that's why the dark saber is so important to Mandalore and why you need to you need to wield it in order to rule Mandalore. There was one history. Mandalorian Jedi, and I really think that that's where this is going with Grogu. I think Grogu is going to be that next character. I think Mando is going to be for a while because we heard in episode growth spurt? in episode fi- five, episode five maybe, um, that when the Mando episode that remember uh-huh. the 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 prophecy was that one of a Mandalorian would be riding on. Um, the, the Maybe he would confirmed it's Visekahema. It's Visekahema. Um, the that in the the oh, what's it called the the Christmas special. Remember he Boba Fett's riding on that giant dinosaur. Mm-hmm. They turned that into a prophecy. That's the prophecy they're talking about. That's the creature he said that the the one who will help bring Mandalore back would be riding that steed. That's or, what they're talking about. Ooh ooh ooh. Hmm. You can't say ooh, ooh, and then stop talking. Never what are you sorry. doing? Because <laughs> I, I, I it, it's just a thought, but because I didn't, I didn't watch the Christmas episode. Th- but this whole going, show is just a thought. <laughs> true, but going off of what you just said, instead of it being a dinosaur now, that maybe it's Boba on the Rancor, and somehow he gets the dark saber from, uh, from Ando. Boba. Boba's not. Boba's not going to Mandalore. Boba's going to be. Bo, go, Boba's going to control Tatooine. Mando will be the the ruler of Mandalore. Hmm. Season three of Mando Which is, is going to be cooler anyway. He's I agree. He's going to he's going to Mandalore to go to the temple to become a Mandalorian. While he's there, you're also going to find Bo Katan, and there's going to be the whole thing back and forth between those two. She's going to try and defeat him. She's going to lose, and he's going to remain the. He's going to become a a, a what's it called a, Mand, a Mandalorian again. He won't take his helmet off, and he will be uh, the the ruler of the dark saber. That the, season three is going to end with him riding on that, that dinosaur. The, the real big piece is, am I getting Cara Dune back? Maybe. I mean, I heard rumor that there's there's possibility if she she's coming back. But it's, I mean, the, the best thing to come from Letitia Wright going crazy is them considering bringing <laughs> Cara Dune back. I just want to like that was the piece of the puzzle that I was missing. Like her in battle with all these, you know, uh, motley crew of warriors would have just been dope. I agree, and I would love to see her in that final that final battle because the battle is being the 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 lineup for this final Tatooine fight is stacked. Like her I mean, standing next to Luke fighting would be sick. Y- yes, yes, but I, I mean, there's there's rumor that that Cad when he shows up with the Pikes and the and I think it's I think we won't actually see the Crimson Dawn until the end. I think we'll, we'll see the Pikes getting taken out, and then we'll Ooh. see um, the uh, who played da- uh, Daenerys Stormborn. Uh, from uh, I can't think of her name because you're gonna mean secret. Is secret the hot invasion. chick from Solo coming? Yes. All right. She runs. She she's in charge of the Crimson Dawn. That's that's Amelia. Yeah, Amelia so- Clark. Clark. Amelia Clark will hot be. Will, will, I, I'm guessing she's coming back, and it's part of her agreement with Marvel that she's going to be the ruler of the Crimson Dawn. So I think you're going to get Bosk. I think Bosk is going to fight Black Chrysanthemum because there's a whole war between those two species, and I think Bosk being the one of the one of the the biggest influences on Boba you're going to find um, is is going to be a huge scene, and then the final fight between Cad and Boba is going to be great. And we get that new actor playing uh, Darth Maul. Who? Darth Maul? Oh yeah. Oh the, yeah, the guy from the Clone Wars. Yep. Although no, he's I think he's dead. What? <laughs> 
At this point, he, he's dead? I think he's dead at this point. I, I I haven't gotten to it yet. It's been spoiled for me, but apparently he dies in Rebels. So maybe I'm wrong, but from what I understand, he dies in Rebels. The whole time frame of this show keeps getting me confused because of... It's five years, five years after Return of the Jedi. Luke looks so young. Yeah. He looks younger in this than he looks then. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, supposed Luke to be five years. Yeah. That, and, that's, and that's why Luke's a little unsure of himself. That's when she goes, you're so much like your father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, he's, he's new to this. He doesn't quite know exactly what he's doing. You could tell, and I love that about it. Like, I love that it's Luke kind of figuring things out, and then Grogu is the, is the, the jumping off point. It's great. I saw, I'm very excited for the future of Star Wars. And obviously this Andor show, they're pretty excited about because it got a season two already. Um, that one that, that uh, the the one that's based on uh, I can't think of it the birth of the rebels. Oh, it's the move. The one of the best movies. You just sound Rogue like one. a Wookiee. Rogue, Rogue one. one. It's based around the time period of Rogue One. Like say like a prequel to Rogue One. So yeah, that's dope. I'm into it. Let's go. At this point, I think Star Wars is winning. I think Star Wars is making other than the MCU because right now Star Wars doesn't have comics. I mean they do, but I don't care as much. Um, the they're beaten you know marvel and dc book wise aren't doing anything that i'm that excited for right now star wars has my attention more than anybody else more than any other nerd i hope they don't thin themselves out we'll see we'll see i mean i i I I feel they can be going slower with these stories they're speeding up but it's john favreau remember john favreau is still there and he has not let us down Dave Fellini and John Favreau should have the keys. That's to true. The when John Favreau left, being kind of the guru of Marvel, is when my decline in enjoyment happened. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I I believe that the franchise is in good hands, and the way that it's tying into everything. And as much as I agree that Boba Fett's getting shafted here, and as the biggest, I want to, I'd argue the biggest Boba Fett. Yeah, fan I didn't like him this until chat. this. I, I really wish we would get a straight up Boba Fett show, but that does not keep me from enjoying what we are getting because we're not getting what I want to get. Does that make sense? <laughs> I got you. Yes. I, I, I follow what you're saying. Yeah. Listen, Star Trek is trying, baby Huey. They're not. <laughs> Lower Decks isn't doing all that well, buddy. <laughs> not that, unless how many Paramount Plus subscriptions are going to happen because of Star Trek versus Halo. <laughs> yes, they have five shows coming out that'll make it to season two and then probably yep. get canceled. And Halo, on the other hand, is going to be their big winner. Watch this. I want to put money now that Halo's going to beat Star Trek on Disney Pl- or on Paramount Plus. It's going to be 100%. And then they're going to find a way to incorporate Star Trek into Halo. Well, Star Trek's been incorporated into everything. We know that. It's the, it's the nerd linchpin. It connects all Master universes. Chief takes off his helmet, and it's Picard. It would be amazing. Dude, I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. So that was Master young Picard's Chief story. Is Captain Picard. <laughs> How Picard became Captain Picard was Master Chief. Would be incredible. All right. On that note, Menti, do that goddamn thing. You can find the show, Welcome <laughs> to Fireside, everywhere online. It's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice. And this is Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. And also head over to Masho Collects. Support that man. Buy some stuff from the merch store to support this show. Uh, and thank you for all the support that we have been getting. The feedback was wonderful. We appreciate that. Uh, commenting, liking, rating, Listen, subscribing. I didn't like the feedback. Well, you didn't hear the feedback, so, you know, go beep yourself. All right. And once again, I'm Menti. <laughs> go I'm beep features. Yourself. That's great. I'm Ashko. <laughs> that's all. He's, he's beeping himself he can't talk <laughs> it's all it's all good i just like suddenly got a cold over the course of the last half hour <laughs> um, and don't forget to go to moscow collectibles check out solitary uh excitement 
It's a great show with a decent host. It's it's getting better. It's so funny when I listen to one of your I listen to one of the episodes and learned a lot about the show that I'm on. <laughs> well, that's the point. That's why he it's was, out on. That's why it's out on Mondays. It's to tease the about, Wednesday show. Yeah, he was like, and this is what we're going to be doing. I'm like, oh yeah, that is what we're doing. That's right. <laughs> um, and just remember that that's what we do here. That is what we do. That is what we do. do that's that. what we do. I it's, I feel like I feel like we 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 all just kind of ripped that off from Spider Man. That's, that's what we do. We no do way that. home. Isn't that what they said? No way home. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll let the cat out of the bag next week. That's not uh, something I'm ready to do yet. Yeah, no, no, we're not doing that. All right. Yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we're not doing that. Nope. Not I ain't yet. down with that. Not yet, homie. Not ain't playing yet. that. Well, but we won't You're going to have that. to deal with this before you deal with that, is all I'm saying. Everybody else is going to say deuces? Excelsior! Bitch! Bitch!